Yeah, this system I've got set up is kind of weird. Um, you could, if you mute the mics, they'll still pick up. Yeah. Because we did a whole podcast with them muted one time. It just picks up better. Oh, shit. It just picks up a lot better if you <laughs> unmute them. <laughs> and then I remember one time, one of the mics was messed up, but the other mic was like a, a really good uh, condenser. So you could hear the other person? Yeah, I just had to like cut it when the other person talked and boost the volume. And then oh, cut God. it when the other person replied. Oh, it was God. a nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare. For editing. an hour? Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> like, I could, I, I could, like, write a memoir of editing. Because I suck at it. Well, your cut so, taste is on point now after that. <laughs> I have gotten a lot. It used to take me a long time to edit the podcast. And now, well, one, we've just gotten better at doing the podcast. And no. not doing stupid shit that I have to edit out. And two, I've just gotten faster at it. Like, my voice for editing is developed right? over time. Uh, you haven't been on in a while. Nope. And this is the intro, so, like, uh, I don't have a lot of announcements. What have you had going on? Um, went to the doctor. Everything's clear there. That's good. Got my boo a, uh, a kid. Puppy. Oh, yeah, y'all got a puppy dog. Did they test you for COVID when you went for your checkups? Nope. But they asked, and they took my temperature before I went into the... They uh, asked what? If you wanted testing or if you... Uh, if I, uh, They called originally, and then they were asking me if I had been running a fever or if I've been out of the state and all these things. And I said, well, I've been in Mississippi. And they were like, well, that's not one of the states on the list. So apparently there's a list where it's like, oh, yeah, this is... Really? Because Mississippi is like unusually high numbers for a rural state, you know? I don't know. Apparently there are states where it's like, no, you can't... You can't even You can't come here. Over, over yeah. <laughs> you can't even send me an email. No. I won't open it. And then when I walked, got out of the elevator, she checked my temperature and all that, and then went in. And then everything else was normal. Another thing we've got going on is we've made... Is Rob coming by tonight? He said uh, after it would be around 8 or after 8. It's almost 8 now, but uh, he's bringing over some files for us to upload to be uh, mixed, and mastered. mixed and mastered. We have made progress on the Kill J EP. It's been a slow process, but uh, I think the quarantine has actually helped a little with that because there's been no shows to get in the way, no rehearsals. Yep. Um, so it's just like, well, what do we have? We have these. So let's yeah, let's work done. on this. And I think we're at that that tipping point where we've got enough done to where it can go fast from here. Yep. We're not like trying to figure out what we're gonna do. We're it's, just we're in the execution mode. It's only really if we talked about keeping the the amount of songs we talked about keeping. There's only two more to go. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I don't even know how many I finished vocals on. I think it's th- like three out of like six or seven. Robbie said five were done. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, it's, it, the sessions have been so spaced out, you may be right. Because I get confused. Like, I don't know. Because even I ask sometimes them. I'm doing something that's not even the final. It's right. like, well, I just need you to sing on this to, to build it together. And then we'll go back and replace everything later. Um, cause I asked him cause I thought it was just like three and he's like, no, you have five. Huh? And I was like, Oh, interesting. Well then <laughs> I know one night, uh, we did one and I knocked it out of the park. I'm not trying to brag, but you, you know how it feels when it just feels right. You're like, yep. okay, that that's, I brought my a game on that. one. That's the one. And I did it so good that we started the next song and I was, and we did, we did do some of it, but I got to a point where I was like, nope, I, I peaked. <laughs> I, took, <laughs> I left it all in that in that song. <laughs> Spent. So we're going to have to... Because like, if you get tired from playing guitar, I mean, you know, you can keep playing guitar, but if you blow your voice out, what are you going to do? You know? yeah, but also, like recording guitars and stuff, it always feels like when we get done and what it's over with, you feel drained as mm-hmm. well. It's like, man. Yeah. I remember when we were doing the Revolution Bell album, you would come over here and just drill through like several songs and you would lay in, lay on the couch and just pass out <laughs> like you just ran a marathon done I guess what anything you're doing it, when you're super focused and trying to do your best it, it, it takes like all of your mental 
Because, like, mental will drain you just as bad as physical. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I think tracking guitars is even worse for me because I'm not that good of a guitar player. And so I really have to focus and, and work hard, and I get so pissed off when I can't get the part right. Like, you remember that one that night I couldn't get that one part down? And, I, I was it, like, I was upset for, like, two days after that. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a yeah. bad mood. <laughs> and uh, also it's like... But it, it taught me, now I can play that part right. Yeah, that's the thing, too, like learning these songs the way we did it this time. It was like when it came to recording, like I was ready. Rather than like, well, we got this riff here. Maybe we can put a song together as we're recording it. Yeah, we weren't building the songs in the studio. We we built the song, then we brought it to the studio. And I'm all for that process from here on out. Yeah. I don't see. And what's crazy is how many changes those songs took before... It was like, oh, okay. Some of these songs are like a year old. Yeah. Agents of Chaos, we've been playing, we played it all summer. Yeah. Live. <laughs> That's crazy. But nobody's heard it, you know, unless they came yeah, to the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, the only other announcement I had that I wrote down anyway was uh, there's we have a spinoff podcast called KPC Plays D&D. Where it's just like the cast of the show sitting around playing Dungeons and Dragons, and I record it. But it's supposed to get a complete overhaul, and I have a new show recorded for it. That is a really good episode, I think. Like we had a really good time doing this. Uh, you have you ever played World of Warcraft? No. Uh-uh. He based it off, according to him, he based it off this capture the flag thing that you do in World of Warcraft, but we did it D and D style. Okay. And I recorded it, and we're putting that together. Kelly's actually got it on the MacBook, editing it. And that that whole show is going to get an overhaul. It's going to get a new name, a new look, a new episode. So be looking for that. That's cool because you do you can do like uh, capture the flag. Like I remember, I think in Halo and like Call of Duty and all that stuff. Yeah, it was like that, but which I've never done it in those games. So right. I don't know if it's the same. But like we were having to fight the other team, and you had to play offensive and defense at the yep. same time. Yep. But what was interesting is like if you got killed. You respawned, but with half your hit points. Oh, man. And it got to the point where I was the guy fighting, and then Kelly was doing running the flag. So I was playing offense, and he was playing, or whatever, vice versa. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's right. No, I was playing defense. He was playing offense. Either way, he was going after the flag, and I was fighting the people to keep him from killing him. Well, I had respawned like three times. So I had like nothing. So we had to swap. And I was like, okay, this round, you got to fight the monsters, and i got to run because I get killed so easy. Right. But it was also happening to the monsters we were fighting. So oh, you man. Keep that in mind. And Clint is a really good DM, and he, there were these walls that you either had to climb or go around, and they would disappear and reappear at different places throughout the match. That's cool. So that's pretty neat. Uh, so that's, that's what... Uh, that's that's what that episode is going to be. Is that, and it, it's not the uh, once it's edited. I don't think it's going to be that long because it was just like a, it's not like this long drawn out storyline. It was just, just a quick go get that flag and get yeah. back kind of thing. Uh, another thing I wanted to do real quick in the intro is kind of explain to everybody what the show is, and this was your idea. This was your brainchild. So explain to them what we're doing tonight. We are. Um, I can't remember what started it. I don't you, know put if, a, you put a message out on our Facebook group. Yeah, like, uh, I was just group. thinking, like, what if we made our own WrestleMania? I think is what it started out as. And then I think I was trying to do, like, all title matches or something like that. And then Clint added, like, you know, just do eight matches. But even then, we couldn't even stick to that because I got, like, ten. One thing that I missed the first time I read the message, because I thought it was a cool idea because that's something we, we like doing lists. That's always fun when we do that. But I was like, yeah, put together our own WrestleMania. That'll be neat. But I missed the part where you said it's a, a dream match situation that it could be people. We could match wrestlers that don't even wrestle anymore or even even if they're dead. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. So it's essentially like the WWE video games Yeah. where you can play anybody from any era versus anybody else from anybody. Every, everyone in their prime, basically. Yeah, everybody is operating under the assumption that Every person you pick is going to be their their prime version of themselves versus the other prime version. So that's going to be pretty neat. In fact, if this was a video podcast, we could actually put in a WWE game 
Oh yeah, and like and actually play it out and actually show this. (laughs) Yeah, because you can pick just about anybody on those games, right? I've played one. I have. I've played a couple of them, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, they've come a long way with those games. I remember the WrestleMania game I played on eight bit NES. Oh God! (laughs) Like you would hit the button and and the dude would be like, "Beer, beer!" Like he would just extend his arm and bring it back. (laughs) I my first one was uh, uh, it was I think it was called Attitude. It may have been the Attitude game or something like that. And that was on, like, PlayStation or PS2, one of the two. And that was that was uh, pretty cool. And it wasn't like, you know, I saw where there's one game out there, a wrestling game, but they kind of set it up like Mortal Kombat. Like, they did the oh, actual wow. guys. Could you then, kill them? Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I never played it. You I just saw them off the cell. <laughs> yeah. I just saw, like, the demo of it, and it looked like they took the same game engine for uh, Mortal Kombat and then just did the same thing with the wrestlers. That would be cool. Like, uh, when they did uh, uh, something versus Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. When they yeah. had, like, you could get, like, Superman versus Scorpion. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. But, yeah, like, on the game that I played... All the guys, it was the same skin. Right. They just would change their tight colors, their hair, <laughs> and like maybe their skin tone yeah. or whatever. It was just like the same. The same. Everybody looked the same except for the details. Yeah. And the one I had, you could like create a uh, a wrestler too, so that's always cool. And oh, they yeah. still have that. So I was always making these giant like seven foot five, <laughs> non-existing people. That were like high flyers. It's like the rock versus a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> An actual freaking dragon. But yeah, I had I had a good time putting my list together. Like I put a lot of work into it. And it's like I was telling you before before we started recording. I was like, man, it's it's hard to do like I I did more than eight. I'm just gonna tell you the truth. I, I couldn't I couldn't pull it down that low. I yeah. think I've got nine and then I I cheated and I'm doing like a because WrestleMania always has a pre show. <laughs> so that's kind of like my, my version of the honorable mentions. Right. Is the uh, the pre-show. But I would like, uh, I would make my match up and then I'd go, oh, but what about so-and-so? And what about so-and-so? And I'd go back. And another thing that happens is there's been so many matches over different promotions throughout the years. You may think of a dream match that actually happened. Right. And you just missed it, you know? Yep. And, um, and like, for me... Like most of mine are like tag teams because it was just like I just had to get everybody. Yeah, I could. In uh, you want to stack the deck because there's so many people. I feel bad about some of them that I've left out, but Jesus, we could do a list of a hundred. Yeah, maybe if this goes over good, we can revisit this and just all all of us do all new lists. Because yep. even like up until the final hour, I was still like changing stuff around. Like I changed one match while you yep. went inside. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was at work today. And uh, on my break, in case my boss is listening, uh, <laughs> working on my list, and I like I like got up and went and got a, a drink of water in the break room, and I I came back and I was like, oh, I'm adding, I'm turning this into a tag team, right? You know, yeah, this would be even cooler this way. And if I thought about it more, I'd probably keep changing it. But this is this is my final list. I'm sticking to it, and I I feel good about it. I yep. think it's gonna be. It's going to be fun to talk about because I like to elaborate on why I think this would be a good. I, I don't want to just say so and so versus so and so next. Right. Know? I've got like a reason why I put these yep. two or four, however many people together. And like for me, like the hardest was like the final, like the headliner match. Like that changed so many times between three different people or three different matches. And it was trying to find like, well, what would make a headliner match yeah. a match? Exactly. I tried to build it that way too, and Clint said something about you know if it's a WrestleMania, there's going to be title changes, and I was like, oh shit, which one would be the title match? Right. And I even tried to think of like stipulation matches and I don't know like gimmicks and stuff like that. And I, I thought of a couple of cool things, but uh, I've got it set up like a WrestleMania on my list. So hopefully this is going to be fun. As soon as Clint gets here, yeah, buddy, we're gonna roll with it. So I'm going to take a break and check the grill. Clint's here. Clint just walked in the door. So we'll be right back with Lonnie C. and his list. (laughs) All right, let's do this like we do most of our lists. Start at the first 
match each one of us and then just work our way up to the main event. Uh, I did. I cheated. Like I said before, I've got. I did a pre-show. Well, after you said that, which that's is, what I did. Which is basically my honorable mentions is the pre-show. Yeah. But because they, they always do that. Yep. And another thing I thought about today is like all the people that I wanted to include and and didn't or couldn't. They're in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> like See, that's what I didn't. That's what I should have wrote down, but didn't. Was all the people that I wanted to put in here, and I just didn't have room for. Uh, so my pre-show, the first match, and again, I'm I'm trying to go with you know, I'm an older guy, so my era was like '80s, '90s. Yeah, that's how. It was. But I, I want to include you know. The newer wrestlers too, because there's some good stuff going on. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to see the Viking Raiders versus the Bushwhackers. Oh wow, oh, that's close. <laughs> That'd that's be the close. only yeah. time I would enjoy the Vikings. Exactly, <laughs> that would be hilarious. Do you remember when the Bushwhackers were the sheep herders, mm-hmm. and then they took them to WWE and made them the Bushwhackers, yeah. and they would lick each other's heads, and they'd walk around the ring doing all that crazy. Are shit. they Australian? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they had a manager, so they, they didn't talk a lot, right? I don't remember who they were. I can't remember. Was. They did have a manager for a little while, I think. All right, what's your pre-show, Clint? My pre-show was just a, a one-on-one, or my one of the pre-shows was, was uh, Dolph Ziggler and the model Rick Martel. Oh, I like I feel like that's a I feel yeah. like that's oh, wow. a good little matchup. Like, yeah, they're they're on the same level, I think. Because what a lot of they, a lot of people didn't know that Rick Martel was a, he was a world champion. He was an AWA world champion, and I think he was the Intercontinental champion in WWF back in the day. But I know he was AWA world champion. You're actually not talking as loud as I expected you to. I've been working a long time today. I've been working. You put it close to him, and I'll just lean in. We're good. It'll pick me up. I was just looking at the wave files. What is your uh, pre-show? Demon and Ricochet versus Goldust and Stardust. Oh, nice. Wow. When you say Demon, obviously you're talking about uh, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't seen him in a while. He's is he on NXT or is he hurt? I think he's no. Hurt. They actually like they actually he's like a big part of NXT. Now. Oh, okay. I think he's the guy that's trying to put over the younger guys now. Sort of like Charlotte's doing guys. with the women's division yeah. over there. Uh, my other, I only had one other pre-show match. And this is the the new day. And the whole new day, the all three of them, and their opponents. I put together a three man team for this. So it's New Day versus Brooklyn Brawler, Doink the Clown, and the Gobbledygooper. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most hilarious match <laughs> that that's ever happened. Wow! And I was trying to remember the Gobbledygooper. He appeared like way back when on a Thanksgiving thing. It's like mm-hmm. a, a guy in a turkey suit. But was it a wrestler in it? And he came back yeah. later. Yeah. I thought but I don't so. remember who it was. Because that match Because Undertaker hilarious. was scared he was going to be. No, he thought he was going to be Eggman. Eggman. But that's who came out of the egg was the gobbledygooker. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Undertaker thought he was going <laughs> to be big Eggman old turkey or something. Yeah. In the ring with like New Day and all of them. That'd be hilarious. They start dancing and together. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, you wouldn't even know who won because they would all just right, be Right, you'd forget. Yeah. You My next pre-show would be... Uh, Sid Vicious, Big Show, a fatal four-way. Sid Vicious, Big Show, Braun Strowman, and Kane. Jesus! Wow. That way you get my I get my four big guys. I didn't put Reinforce Andre the ring my, for I didn't one. put Andre in my list at all. I forgot I didn't about either. because I, wish... I just couldn't think of anybody that I would. To me, I just can't think of anybody that's like Andre level. versus Big Show is just too easy. It's too easy. It's yeah, too, the, the, and that's the, why I didn't do that. I and try to stay away from low-hanging fruit. So I you didn't know. put Andre in there because I, it's not because he doesn't deserve to be in it. It's right. just I can't think of anybody that would. Well, in my pre-show, there's an Andre battle more. more else. Yeah. My other one was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka versus, versus Eddie Guerrero and Sasha Banks. Nice. Ooh. Right? That's a good right. one. I didn't even think about putting like Eddie Guerrero's one of them that like I was done and I was like, oh, I still got Eddie Guerrero to go. And the first match of mine on the main card is for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh oh, first title on the line. 
You've got Kevin Nash versus Big John Stud. Wow. <laughs> and I tried to think of like a, because the the big thing with Big John Stud was like, the body slamming thing. Yeah. Like he, he brought a, a bag full of money to the ring one time, and said he'd give it to Andre the John if he could body slam him, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought about trying to like make a gimmick match, or something or whatever with that, but. I just I just included some it. of mine are like real matches I think like you know they they happened, <laughs> but I guess the first one on my on my show would be Ricochet. I brought Ricochet yeah. into Ricochet and Ricky Steamboat. I think they would do good. Wow, yeah, that would be a good match. That was one I couldn't leave out. Like you know no we talked what. about in the, in the in the intro about the, we, we're a, we're operating under the assumption that every wrestler that we mention is in their prom. Yeah. So you think about yeah. Steamboat when he was doing those three fall matches with Ric Flair versus Ricochet? Yeah. Wow. And they're both fast. They're both aerial. Yep. Like. Um, my first match would be New Day versus Rikishi, Scotty Too Hotty, and Grandmaster Sexy. Nice. Oh, that's perfect, too. That's just like he is. It's yeah. another funny, You'd forget fun it's a match. match. Yeah. yeah. Like, it'd be so fun. Um... The reason I picked this next matchup is because I used to, like everybody not everybody but like people my age know Bruno San Martino as as like the way he was on his like second run where he was a little bit older mm-hmm. and he was still in great shape for his age and still could wrestle. Yeah, he was like But like yeah. I looked at some old pictures of Bruno San Martino and he was like a physical freak for his time. He like, was Jack. Yeah. Dude, and day. this is before they even knew what a steroid was. It's like Dino Bravo, he was that way. He was super he was a he was a physical specimen, like a freak. Cuz back then you didn't have just a bunch of freaks walking around cuz again, right. I don't think steroids were a thing in the 60s. Oh. Uh, and so, and I think about like today's physical specimen that's just like a freak of nature. Bobby Lashley. Oh, that would have been a good one too. But I picked uh, Bruno San Martino versus Brock Lesnar. Oh wow! Because they're both grapplers too. Right. They both have background in that the the catch wrestling or the collegiate style wrestling. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that would have been not only just seeing not only seeing them two together, but seeing Bruno San Martino's prime versus Brock Lesnar and the match that would ensue. It would be I think I thought it'd be interesting. Well, since we're going to go, I'll go with big guys. Because mine really kind of fall out of any order after I start. You know, it's like I can't say what would be the main event. Right. And what in what order I'd put them in. But I think uh, Luger in his prime against Triple H in his prime would be oh, a good yeah. one. And I wanted to put Luger in. And at first I was going to put Luger and Sting together. Because, like I said, most of them had to be tag team just because I kept leaving people out. Right. But I, I was thinking Luger and Triple H would make a good one. I mean, are we doing anyway? I'm just kind of going along as got, we go. Like, got, I don't think I'm going to run out for I've sure. I've got nine in my two pre-shows, so 11 total. Okay, okay. Well, we're good, dude. I can come up with that many for sure, if not more. So, Mine, uh, uh, next one is Braun Strowman versus Vader. Oh, oh God! And Vader was like, you know, because Vader was tough. Jumping off, he was a uh, jumping through the air and all that stuff in his prime. But they're kind of similar. Helmet on that because you know, like up. everybody talks about how dangerous Braun Strowman is. Well, that's how Vader was when he was big too. I know. Was like he was dangerous. Like I, he, I mean, he got in trouble for beating up some dude in what New Zealand or something, beating up a an announcer. Like to me, that sounds exactly like something Braun like, Strowman would do. Like I forgot about Vader. Like they're just alike. I forgot about Vader until I was watching the Sting DVD I got, and Sting had to fight Vader in his prime. Oh god! And I was just like, man, he Vader just, was tough. He destroyed He's another stuff. one I missed out on. I forgot about him. Mine. So next on the card for me, you have Mr. Perfect versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, I see. I can see that. Those would be some good build-ups, dude, because both of them could cut See, some good I thought promos. about that one, too. When, like, I, I, think when, about, I, when I think about WrestleMania, I think about the promos that lead up to WrestleMania, because that's usually, they really want to hype it up because it's freaking WrestleMania, and them right. two could cut heads on some on mic skills like crazy. Like, those Mr. Perfect promos from back in the day, where he would do, like, every he would go through every sport, yeah. and he's like, now that's how you play a perfect game of basketball. Yeah. Or that's how you do a perfect game of golf. They well, now, out. I'll stick with that, Dave, for my first one, then. I would say Mr. Perfect and John Morrison. 
because both of them were good, safe, technical wrestlers, you know. Like, both of them are safe, you know. They both make their opponents look good, you know, so I think they could put on. So that, that's where I'll go with mine then is Mr. Perfect and John Morrison because Morrison's also one of my favorites too. This one I got is uh, The Shield. Man, The Shield, I forgot about too. Yeah. Damn. Shield and a hardcore match against RVD and the Dudleys. Oh man! Oh man! In a wow. hardcore match too. Yeah. Woo. So like you were putting stipulations. I got or a table ladders and chairs match. Yeah, yeah. What, Either uh, one. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see like RVD like doing that flip thing. I got my first title match coming up on the next one. Now. So my next one is a mixed tag team match. You have Rowdy Roddy Popper, or as uh, Santina would say, Rodney the Piper. <laughs> <laughs> And his tag team partner, Ronda Rousey. Okay. That'd be fun. Rowdy and Rowdy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Versus Chris Jericho and Asuka. Oh, yeah. See? That'd be interesting. That would be yeah. Which I think there was a program with Asuka, and, and I'm, I think I'm saying her name wrong. Asuka. Asuka. Yeah. It, it's spelled like Asuka. Yeah. But it's and Asuka. it's like Shinsuke. It's yeah. Shin, Shinsuke. But they did, they did a program with them two, uh, Ronda and her, but... I think Rhonda and Piper, since she's so influenced by him, she actually right. got to do a match with him. And then the you know Jericho and Oscar are so good technically, that'd be badass. And mine first one, I guess, would be my first the tag team title match. I was thinking about that a lot today, and I was thinking who would I put in there. And I think it's gonna be the Rock and Roll Express from their prime, the Midnight Express from their prime, and then the Hardys. From their prom, and then Edge and Christian. Oh man! Because it's like two sets <laughs> of yeah. enemies yeah. in a fatal four-way. Like I guess it would have to be like an elimination style or something. Yeah, something for the yeah, tag team titles. Like that four, but, four tag teams. Oh That'd yeah. Be fun to watch. And I was really thinking about doing that. Like I was, I wanted to put the Road Warriors in there, and I just, and I, I, I would put the. I don't know if I even want to call this one of mine, but the Road Warriors and, and the Legion and uh, Legion Demolition. Demolition, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. you know, that's what everybody's match back in the day. But I was thinking theirs would be but that scaffold that match because of scaffold matches. Because they jumped brands at one time. Mm -mm. Because they changed uh, Demolition up. To they Legion split them up, you know. Well, no, no, Road no, Warriors came in as Legion Warriors. of Doom. Yeah. 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 They came, but they, it was after demolition, basically. But they so, were already gone by then. Yeah. Do you remember when they had the third guy in demolition? You had Alex Crush. Crush. And Crush. Yeah. And he went on to be a bigger star. Like he actually did, because you know he was uh, in that in that tag team uh, chronic in WCW. He was right. Brian something. Brian Adams. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Uh, my next one is Bray Wyatt. Versus Sting, and just like I how I almost wrote that, down. I did that too. exact match I was exactly on my list at one time. And just how like uh, Bray Wyatt had the the thing uh, this past WrestleMania with John Cena going through all them old selves, yeah. do the same thing with the three Stings. Like, oh the, yeah, the colored yeah. Sting, and then you have oh like, yeah, the Pro Sting, and then like the and Joker then the, Sting, the Joker Sting, or yeah. you know a little bit more modern day. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I thought of something similar today because I had that same match wrote down, and I changed it because I I wanted to do something different uh, that I'll talk about later. But uh, I like how Bray Wyatt has the the duality where he's both that right. and and the fiend. And for a while there, Sting was coming out with just like sunglasses and a leather jacket, mm -hmm. sort of like uh, Finn Finn Balor right, right, right. does when he's not the demon or whatever, Demon King. And they could do, they could do it as like Bray Wyatt and that Sting, and then oh yeah right, and then leading up to the match where it's Sting with the full makeup yep. and him as the Fiend. Like the only thing I'd add to it because you know you saw how John Cena went through or whatever, but I would have it where the Fiend was playing games with Sting, but then uh, the Fiend would get caught up in it too, and be like in you know the the Sting would mess with him with each character as well. Oh yeah uh, yeah he's. Cause it's just he's a been through. Well, Bray Wyatt's been through just as many, if you count his NXT time and all. Yeah, that. right. Cause he was husky. Then he was the with the hat with the little fedora. Yeah, yeah. but you in know, NXT, like, like he, he did with John Cena, like in NXT, it. he was something totally different for a while too. Yeah, well, he he was he was the cleaned up 
kind of a cleaned up version of Bray Wyatt, sort of. He he did a lot of uh, he used to come out and his promos were uh, were Danzig lyrics. Oh, okay. Like instead of him cutting a promo, he would just he would just say Danzig lyrics. <laughs> yeah. Like just because it was creepy. My next match is for the WWE Tag Team Championship. And me and you were just talking about this the other day. A lot of people don't realize that Sting and the Ultimate Warrior were the Ren Renegades. Am I saying that right? I think so. No, they were the Freedom Fighters and then they were the Blade Runners. Blade, Blade Runners. Runners. That's it. I don't know where I got Renegades. Blade Runners. They were the Blade Runners in like WCC. See, I a lot did of that the, too. The territory. Against the Road Warriors. That and was my thing. When they brought Sting back, I mean, uh, excuse me, when they brought the Ultimate Warrior back in WCW, he does a big long shoot interview where he talks about this. He was like, man, they could have done a huge thing with me and Sting because we had so much history. Mm -hmm. But they did some just throwaway thing where there was like six people in the ring and then they were part of it. And yep. Yeah, it was like, with the no NWO. And so to redeem for that, uh, I would say Sting and the Ultimate Warrior as kind of the the, the, tag the Blade Runners. Yeah, the Blade Runners. I keep wanting to say Renegades versus the Brothers of Destruction. Wow! See, that still gets you, Kane. I mean, uh, well, now, Undertaker see, that's the first versus thing Sting. I thought of too. Which I didn't want to. I didn't want to say Undertaker versus Sting because that's so easy. Like that's everybody's dream match. Easy, yeah. That's like Freddy versus Jason. Of course, we're right. gonna see that. I had to do that though because yeah. I couldn't think of anybody else I wanted to say. Like, I just thought that was that was that was a good that spin because I had something else for the Ultimate Warrior. And I was like, mm, but what well, that's what you know. This covers ago, a lot of ground here. Right. You know, a while ago, I told you I was going to put Undertaker in a tag team match just because I couldn't figure out who I wanted to do what, and that was it. That was the one I thought of was that one. So, all, while y'all do y'all's next two, I'm throwing hot dogs on the grill. My next one is uh, Dean Ambrose versus Raven, because oh. Dean Ambrose reminded me when he first came out. He reminded me so much of Raven. When he started and doing his at first, I thought about Dean Ambrose and uh, Roddy Piper, cause they they're kind of similar too, right. you know. But then I was like, nah, he's more like Raven than Roddy Piper. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they could do like the build up to like Raven. some type of hardcore match. You know, that would be another good hardcore match. Was I mean, I've been watching a lot of videos on Raven, like uh, shoots and stuff. I didn't realize how like super smart he is. Like he is, like him. Oh yeah. Not in character. Oh yeah. He's a whole he's, other he, person. Yeah, he is. Like if he could have done so many other things. It's like I loved it when somebody said like they hired Raven, and like he was on TV the night Vince McMahon come in, and he's he didn't even know he was working for him. And Vince was like, "Who the f hired Raven?" <laughs> <laughs> like he was mad at oh, John Laurinaitis wow. for bringing him in because Raven's so crazy, you know. Right. And he knows so much. But oh. yeah, talking about geniuses like uh, Honky Tonk Man was one. I he didn't make my list. Even though I wanted him to, like right. he didn't make, but he's a genius outside of the ring. Man, he is a complete genius. Kevin Nash is one. Kevin and sometimes. <laughs> Kevin Nash um, is the one that was talking about Raven, where he pointed out like you know uh, Raven's like smart, like super smart. Mm -hmm. You know his IQ is up there, and so I, then I started looking down at um, shoot videos of Raven, and he did. This is the first time hearing him talk out of character for me. Yeah. And it, oh, it yeah. was not what I It's not. It's, it's not. It's like that guy is... <laughs> is, is but Raven and, and then, like I said, Dean Ambrose, and, and he's kind of that way, too. He's a smart guy outside of... I mean, he tricked him, He tricked into uh, Vince McMahon and let him go on a win. Yeah. And almost was still holding the title when he yeah. left, you know? Yeah. Like, he, he just had to give up the title. You know, they gave him a title run right before he left. So that's that's got to be smart right there, so... That's so crazy. But that's what I was thinking. Dean Ambrose and Raven, that was my next one. That was... I don't know where... Like I said, mine don't really fall in any order anymore until I get to, like, the main event or something. Right. But... Um, my next one is... Uh, I was waiting for Mark to hear this. Yeah, we can... Hurry up, Mark. I'm glad y'all paused it because I want to get my reaction to Because uh, I missed it. Well, Sean hadn't done his. Mine was uh, Dean Ambrose versus Raven. Because yeah. I think they're so similar. And the, like, and the promos those two would shoot mm -hmm. for each other? Yeah, that would be worth it, too. Raven went through a lot of character change, but I liked him in the, like, 
where they had the hardcore championship. That, that yeah, yeah, I that, did too. Well, that's, that's what I said. That the stipulation would be a hardcore match. Like, you see, great minds think alike. Him, right? him, like how he laid over in the corner. Right. Yeah. And then Day, Dean Ambrose was just kind of like. So are you gonna are you incorporating that as the title match? Is for the hardcore championship? I guess yeah, because sure. I didn't I didn't put any mini titles really. Which is basically what the twenty four seven is. The oh, hardcore yeah. championship yeah. and the twenty four seven is it's close. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's same close. thing. Back in the day with Crash Holly and Bob Holly yeah. and all them. Falls Count Anywhere. Yeah. They would film like the stuff backstage before the show. Alright. Um, <clears throat> my next is a tag team for the tag team championship. Whoa. Oh, whoa. And this is my baby, even though it's not like the main event. But uh, this is the match I'd want to see the most, and it's Kane and X-Pac versus Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels. Okay, say that again. Kane and X-Pac versus Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels. Wow. That would be that'd be cool. That could have happened. Yeah, because yeah. Kane and X-Pac were a tag team. And then Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels are good buddies, you know, so. But three of those four people were part of DX, too. Yep. Yep. You could have, like, a run-in from Triple H. Well, the click. Yeah. You mean the click. Yeah, 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 the click. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. You, and there's so much more you could add to that, too. Oh, like, yeah. You know, someone coming from outside the ring or whatever. Yeah, because you got Scott Hall. Yeah, that's a you one. got Because yeah. uh, you, um, you could have one of the outlaws come down. And then, like, you know, Scott Hall could interrupt that. Oh, yeah. You know, however which way you want to twist it. I thought a lot about promos um, for when I thought about this. Me, too. Because, as a matter of fact, this match in particular is what got me in that mindset. Because, like, how could you sell it as a match if... Yeah. You, because WrestleMania is all about the buildup. And the longer and the more history and story and stuff there is and the promos, it's that's the better the match is going to be because that's the payoff for doing the promos. And so I was thinking, like, who from this sort of current era, I mean, he's not with them anymore, was, like, a huge talker. And it was Mr. Pipe Bomb himself, CM Punk. Yeah. And I was like, this works out perfect because he's heavily vocally, like, influenced by this individual. And he cut great promos. I mean, come on. They... They gave him a Slim Jim endorsement because of his ability <laughs> to cut promos. And that's Macho Man Randy Savage versus CM Punk. Yeah, that'd be, oh, that would be wow. And, that's, and that was one of CM Punk's idols, too. Idol, yeah. Was, was Macho Man. Yeah, he was always. When Macho Man died, CM Punk wore the, the, three star the pink three-star oh, okay. tights. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, I, I could, that was another one. I, I just never found the right spot for oh, him. Yes, yeah, CM Punk. Let me tell you so about that was your, bomb. That was your, <laughs> So we're back around to me. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my next one, dude, and I hate to, I hate that I'm not putting Ric Flair in the, my actual main event, but I couldn't think of like one person that I would just want to see Ric Flair fight because he fought everybody anyway. Yeah. And like to me, there's nobody other than like the Miz. So I thought of Ric Flair and the Miz. So I ended up thinking about a uh, a heel fatal four way match, and it's Ric Flair. The Miz, Roddy Piper, and Jerry the King Lawler. Because that was my two. When I was growing up, Ric Flair and Jerry Lawler yeah. were my two favorites. And to me, Jerry Lawler was a bad guy. You know, he right. was, he, even though everybody loves Jerry Lawler, he was a bad guy. You know, he was a heel. So that was thinking my ultimate heel, Fatal 4-Way. And that's where you get back to promos because all four all of those four guys is, yeah. can be, cut good promos too and Roddy Piper was a heel of course man I mean he was I mean even on the the what was it the little WWF cartoon you know he was like the head of Roddy Piper was the head of the bad guys on that cartoon oh, back wow. in the day you know yeah. so but that was my ultimate heel fatal four way and I, like I said I hate I didn't put Ric Flair because he's my favorite wrestler of all time and I hate I didn't put him in the main event I just didn't have I just couldn't make a one good opponent for him, so I right. had to do it that way. So, my next one is CM Punk and AJ Lee. Uh, AJ Styles? No. AJ Lee. His, his wife. Oh, his, his wife. wife. Oh, a, a mix. Wife. Okay, together. Yeah, I, got yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. Versus <laughs> Edge and Lita. Oh like when, wow! Because Lita was with Edge when he was like rated R. Perfect, you know, rated R superstar. Yeah. 
Yeah, those two big personalities. That is, yeah. And that could have happened too, right? Um, uh, well, yeah, because yeah, Edge was on his way out. Because Edge was out when when CM Punk was right on the rise. So yeah, it could have. AJ Lee wasn't there at that time. No, uh. Well, no, yeah, she came back a little later. Came in a little later. Either way, that would have. But yeah, that would be a good one. Never be. It would never be boring in that match. No. Between the girls. (laughs) No. Between the guys. I just realized I kind of got out of order. Because I, I haven't even, like I, I said, I couldn't even. Well, I didn't put my list in order, in order so. but I'm trying to go in the order of what the WrestleMania would be. But uh, this is a, um, this would be for the uh, women's tag team championship. The, the belts are on the line. And I thought about, like, I definitely wanted to include Mae Young because people don't realize, like, back in the day, she's like, they, they only saw the old. Like in her eighties, maybe. Yeah, right. She did all that Same fun. with Fabulous Moolah. Like, yeah, Moolah, they, we all they saw two did, did all the, the But Moolah stuff. held the women's but, title for nine years. But back in like the day, like, they were some years, serious, yeah. like, scrappers. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I thought about, like, who of today could, to, could match that in a scrapper way. And I've got the great Moolah and Mae Young as a tag team title, as a tag team, mm-hmm. versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair with. Ric Flair joining the announce team to call him out. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like he's got invested in both because he knew them from back in the day. Back in the day, and that's his daughter on the other mm, yeah. team. So that'd be an interesting that's dynamic. Nuts. There you go, Clint. Is it? Yep. Oh, well, I I know this is like we don't we don't talk about this would be in the cliche match that everybody would want, but I had to I had to keep it that way with the. Uh, Undertaker and Sting, right? Like I mean, I know, but it's it's what everybody wanted. And you remember when they brought in the guy wearing the mask, and what they were doing is like the guy with the mask on that was like stalking Undertaker and his wife. You remember that? Oh yeah. Well, it ended up being DDP, but what they were doing was stalling, hoping that they could buy Sting's contract. And at that point. Sting was still awesome, you know. Him and Ric Flair went for like an hour. Yeah. The night that WWE or WWF bought WCW. Right. I mean, like they went an hour that night. So it's like, so both of them were still in really good shape at that point. And then they ended up being DDP because they couldn't get Sting to to sign a contract with them. And so, but that would have been at that time because Undertaker had just probably got. I think he had just got, kind of got back to the Undertaker. From the badass gimmick, right, the American yeah. badass gimmick, and I just I had to go with that one, even though, like I said, it's cliche, and that's the one I said, if we all matched up on one, that would have probably been it. But I mean, we had to kind of break out the box, but that one's where I had to stay. And I read an article and, about this. People don't realize how close that match came to happening on multiple occasions. Oh yeah, like there was the time you were talking about, but then there was a time way later than that, even when Sting was fixing to leave TNA. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what happened. I think the Undertaker was hurt or something, but or the contract negotiation didn't work out with Sting because he didn't come into WWE till way later. Yeah. But there and and they even had, I don't know if it was fan art or what, but there was this thing going around where I can't remember if it was the Undertaker holding up a a card, a Joker card, and it had Sting on it, or vice versa, like he was holding up a play, a playing card. Yeah. And it had him on it, but. And they even kind of teased it in this little thing that he did. Uh, the, you know, the Undertaker used to be, do these cool ass vignettes where he would be like mm-hmm. burying somebody alive or something right. out in the desert. But he was in like this cabin, and there was like a, another trench coat you could see in the background, and that was supposed to be like maybe possibly teasing Sting because they were working that storyline and then it fell apart. But there's been several times throughout their careers where it almost happened. And the closest it came was when Sting finally got in the WWE. And they couldn't do the thing with Undertaker at the time for whatever reason. So they did Triple H. And then Sting got hurt. So we'll never see it. But it almost happened several times. Is this back to me again? No, Sean's turn. Sean's turn. Okay. Brock Lesnar and uh, Paul Heyman versus Scott Hall. Lesnar and Scott Hall. I wonder if that ever no, because no. no, because Scott Hall wasn't in. That's a good one. Yeah. Scott Hall wasn't ever in WWE 
I mean, well, I mean, he was in bad shape anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. But you got to think Scott Hall had been around a long uh -huh. time before he was raised. Yeah, I've Mall. seen Scott Hall's early wrestling. Like when he and was I didn't even Scott know. Hall. I didn't even know that was Scott Hall. I know he don't even look the same. Like he didn't. Even, he was just a big, big dude. You know. Yeah. Like, his hair was different. You know, like yeah, all like curly and yeah. like a. He had like a like a fro, almost. like a fro, like. <laughs> Mullet pro like, kind of thing. Like, I think it was and older. A big, thick ass mustache. Yeah, I was just about to say the mustache, and I was like, "That's Scott Hall." Yeah. The Rock versus Jake the Snake. Oh yeah. Uh, people forget because his gimmick was so big, how good of a wrestler Jake the Snake was. But like other wrestlers, put him over to this day, because he was such a good technician, and he could really tell a story in the ring. Like he he could tell a full story in a match. Yeah. But they were just caught up in the snake gimmick. Right. And on top of that, you know, The Rock was equally as good as also as good in the ring. But just imagine how The Rock would it react to that snake. The actual snake. Like yeah. it, I could just imagine like the bag laying there and he would look at it and be like, you know, like, like, like yeah. tripping out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like keep your fucking snake away from me, I Jake. Got a, I got a snake for you. <laughs> yeah. Easy boy. <laughs> I could just imagine like the snake references <laughs> that they could do in the promos and stuff. But I thought that'd be good. Well, my next, my next one was a. Uh, I got to thinking about who these guys could fight, and all these guys were in there at the same time. But so I, I decided to throw a tag team together on each side, and it's kind of a mismatch tag team. But it would be uh, Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels on one side. Cause there's your two Texas guys, you know. Right. And then the other side would have been uh, The Rock and Chris Jericho. Like all four of those guys were in there at the same time. Oh God. And I like Stone Cold versus The Rock. Like yeah. I love the idea of that. Like you can't find better opponents. To me, you can't find a better they, opponent they for Stone Cold than The Rock, or the other way around, you know. Yeah. And the same way with uh, Shawn Michaels. And I kept thinking on mine, I was like, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho. I was like, well, they fought like a hundred times. Same way with The Rock and Stone Cold. It's like, but I can't think of anybody that would match up with Shawn Michaels better than Chris Jericho. You know, and this is back when all of them's in their prime, too, right. like back in the day. And that, I mean, that match may have even happened, but if it did, I didn't know about it. But, you know, but that one, I just wanted to put all four of those guys in there. And like I said, I'm running out. I don't even know what my main event is. Like, I hadn't even come up with a point. My next one is my last one. Um, my next one, uh, it's funny you say that. I had The Rock in a tag team match versus mm -hmm. uh, Stone Cold in a like in The same party. way? Yeah. yeah. But I have uh, The Rock and Mankind together. Mm -hmm. Oh, Rock and The Sock. Rock and Sock yeah. Yeah. versus Stone Cold and Sandman. Oh, oh my god. god, yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Look at Stone Cold comes to the ring, you know, smashing beers together. Sandman's got a cigarette in his mouth and, yeah. a, and a kendo stick. Yeah. <laughs> Going through the crowd, drinking beers too. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I'll buy a ticket to that any day. Uh, my next one is the, the main event. I'm going to say it's for the title. And I got this. Some people are going to be surprised, but I got this from a podcast. And it just blew me away that these two have never wrestled. Like, I thought, because their careers cross paths, like, perfectly. Right. I mean, one of them was, er you know, earlier and one of them retired before the other one. But still, like, I just couldn't believe they had never wrestled before. But John Cena was on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast. And one of his last questions, they had a good talk. You should go listen to it. It's it from, like, a, uh, at least a year ago. But, uh he said one of his last questions, like, who would you like to face that you've never faced before? And he said, there's only one person on that list, and that's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And I was like, see, Pig can't even believe it. <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, John Cena and Stone Cold ne never wrestled. And I got to thinking about it, and people give Cena a lot of shit. But the reason I think it would have been a good dynamic is because Cena's like the goody two-shoe kind of. Yeah. The, he's on the Fruity Pebbles and, and box, and he's on the bright yeah, colors. And Stone Cold the kids. Even he's kind of the anti-hero, sort of. Yeah, like whatever, he's, the yeah. Good, he's the good guy, the Mr. Goody Two-Shoe Superman type. And Stone Cold, you know, raising hell, flipping birds, smashing beers, yeah. pouring it. And, like, even if you're a Cena hater, it'd be like, it'd be cool to see him at the end of the match, like, 
give Cena a beer, then kick him in the stomach, yeah, and go for the stunner, and, and Cena would sell it good too. So that would be for the title, and that's my main event. Well, I guess, and I can't believe it never happened. And I made a little note here because when I was, I actually did research to see. I was like, surely this this match happened, but I've, I came across something. The The Rock and Shawn Michaels never wrestled either. Really? You would have thought that, yeah. and they just worked out to where. Like, by the time Shawn Michaels came back for his second run, Rock The was Rock gone. was off to Hollywood. Okay. And during his first run... Well, see, that's why I kind of threw them that tag team, because it's like, I don't know. They, I guess they've never had that match then, since you looked it up and said The that, Rock and Shawn Michaels have never wrestled. Yeah. Because Shawn was... Officially. You know, he took that break because he was all messed up. Yeah, and that's, the when, the Rock, Rock that's when The Rock was on fire. Yeah. So their careers lined up, but not at the same time. That's crazy. My final match is a Hell in a Cell with Undertaker and Macho Man Randy Savage. No. Oh. That one probably could have happened, too. It could have. but I, I'm, Well, mine was like, I Did guess... Did Undertaker and them wrestle, though? I guess the Mark thing, like, I had my, my Fatal 4 ways with when, them. When he was with WCW? Or? No, he wouldn't have then, but they were in WWE or... I don't know because Macho Man jumped to WCW. Yeah, you're right. They, like they when know. Hogan did, basically. It certainly wouldn't have been a hell in a cell, obviously. No, uh-uh. I was just wondering if they ever had an, an actual match. And well, you know, well, mine kind of went along with Marks. It was he was talking about John Cena. We, you know, I had my all heel match, yeah. like the ultimate heel match. So, like that's what I was thinking, like for one of mine. And I don't know if this would be main event, but like the ultimate babyface match, and it was Hogan and like in his prime against Cena, and that was kind of my main event, like, Hogan and Cena, like, Hogan being, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, and then Cena, because they're both the good guys, you yeah. know, like, Hogan and his, you know, before the Hollywood stuff, and that's always been the reason I thought they should have turned John Cena heel, because look what it did for Hogan. It added another 20 years to Hogan's career, or another 10 years to Yeah, Hogan's I don't know career. how you don't turn John, I've been waiting for John to turn heel I mean, he'll get forever. another 10 years out of his career if he turns heel, like, I don't know. Maybe it just make too many kids cry. But that's our list, I guess, man. I mean, like I said, there's still a lot of people. Like, I didn't even have CM Punk in my list. Like, but, like, I had a lot of Rey Mysterio I wanted to put in there. I wanted to put and Rey. Didn't, and didn't even have him in there. Whenever but you, there was so whenever you said that earlier, I, in there, you I, know, that I was telling you. Vader was one of them. I thought it'd be cool to have, uh, since we're going fictional, Santino and Santina, his fictional sister. Right. <laughs> in, a, in a mixed tag team match against somebody. Yes. But like I said, there were just so many people, man. You go back and look. You can do that with Mankind. You like, Mankind, Triple Threat. Mankind. Can't See, Mankind. I didn't even have him in mind. Like, uh, do Love, all three of them. Oh, yeah. In a Triple Threat against each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Easy with the chair. Like, I was going to put Sid Vicious in, and I, I couldn't, you know. Sid just, Vicious versus, uh, versus Jason. Because he played Jason in Memphis. Well, he was, uh, <laughs> no, it was Lord Humongous. Lord Humongous was his name. But yeah, he did wear a hockey Sid mask. Sid Vicious versus Lord Humongous. Well, they had a Jason and a Freddy for a while. Yeah. In that Memphis wrestling thing. And, and you know, Mick Foley tagged with uh, Leatherface for a little while. Mick, yeah. po Mick Foley was Leatherface. That's before for a copyright while. infringement was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, but that was in Japan. So it may be different. I understand you have a that character named Japan, Freddy so. wrestling yeah. with claws and a fedora. Like uh, in that The Rock and Mankind versus Stone Cold and Sandman, it, was, it came down to Sandman or Sid Vicious? Yeah. I mean, there's just, but there's only I just, like, I, I think that would be, I think we could have come up with 20 right. matches a piece, but, would be you know, we're stretching it. Because, like, I didn't even put Bray Wyatt in there. He's one of my favorites now. Yeah. I, you know, like, I didn't put the Demon. Yeah, I didn't do Bray Wyatt. He's one of my favorites. To, I was Shinsuke, yeah. I didn't put him in there. I was there, originally going to do but, Sting and Bray Wyatt. Yeah. But Shinsuke Amuda. That would have been a good one. Yeah, I forgot and, about. Or, there's so or, many. There's so many. Something like that. Man. We may just have to do this again. Yeah. Yeah, like our honorable mention, our, our second or, best. Our, uh, this is WrestleMania. This is Fantasy WrestleMania one. One. We'll yeah. do WrestleMania we'll two. We'll do fan, <laughs> Fantasy WrestleMania two. <laughs> the return. We may have to repeat some of the people. Have though. RJ on it next time. But see, yeah. the next time though, we can still have some of the same people in there. Yeah, if RJ had later, to work. I'd at least want to get his list to read, yeah. which he can still send it. RJ, if you're listening, I know you're not. <laughs> Send us your list. Because, dude, that guy, like, he missed his calling in life. RJ should have wrote, been a writer for WWE. Mm -hmm. 
Because we all like to speculate and say, like, oh, they should have done this or they should have done that. But, like, RJ comes up with some, like, really good ideas. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, you need it right for them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, that's our list. We'll come back and do a quick outro. I think the – yeah, I think the food's ready. I had to, like, run out there and flip the hot dogs. They weren't as bad as I thought they might be. <laughs> They're cooked really well on one side. Be all right. We got mustard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we ate, so we're not going to be talking as loud now. Yeah, we're full. We're going to have to speak up more. Our belly's full. Right around the 10 o'clock mark, I have to, like, in the editing, I have to bump up the volume considerably. Because <laughs> we're tired and we're not all, the, yeah. we're not full of piss and vinegar anymore. Which, what does that mean, by the way? I don't know. Why would you be full of piss or vinegar? If you had to piss, you would just go take a piss. Doesn't it? Like, I never understood how piss and vinegar means, like, you know, you're just hard. You're a hard person. Yeah, I need, I need to look that up and see where that came from. That doesn't make any sense. So, just forget I said that. <laughs> I just forget all that. Full of like, b- like, just fast forward, <laughs> fast forward through that part you just listened to. Jubilation. During the break when we were eating, y'all were talking about Dollar General, and I didn't, I didn't say this because I wanted to say it on the air. You know, I was telling you, I went and helped our friend Barry move last Saturday, and he lives in Morville, and I live in Hatley, Amory-ish area, the Copper Triangle. As I call it. Well, for those of you listening that don't know, Morville is like 24 miles away. It's like a 20-minute drive. I passed, and I'm not even joking, $4 Generals. Mm-hmm. I passed $4 Generals. The one in Amory, the one in Cason, the one at the other end of 371, and then you'd make that turn going into and, Morville, yeah. and right before you get to his house, there's another Dollar General. Yeah. Well, they, they said in big cities, like the general rule, like one of the truck drivers told me, he's like, when you see one, don't assume. Like if you're in the city, like if you see one, don't assume that's the one you've got to stop stop at. Like he said, always look, and they're about two miles apart. He said in a city, in a big city, he said there might be eight or ten, like but they'll be like two miles apart. That's crazy. And I knew something was up when Smithville got a Dollar General. Yeah. I was like, this is, you got this is population Kaysen. 900 pre-tornado. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like 550 now. Becker. <laughs> it's like 12 people. Dude, Kaysen. <laughs> Kaysen's not even a town. It's called a community. It's a community. They don't have a post office. No. You can't You can't go get mail at Kaysen. Where do you go to get but it? But that is a good place for... Does Bigby have a post office? No. Bigby's not a community. Bigby's smaller than Cason. So what's really? your address if you're in Cason? It's just an Amory address or an Elton address. Like but they got I him live, a Dollar General, it was funny, where, I live, where I lived, it was an Amory address. But like a quarter of a mile down the road, my cousin lived like just a, like a quarter of a mile down the road, and he had a Nettleton address. But like Cason's like a, it's not even a it's, it's just it's, what they call the area. Basically. There's people all over that listen to this podcast, so I don't know. Is, is Dollar General like a nationwide thing? It is now, yeah. Like, do they have Dollar Generals in California? Do they Dude, not? I went to the beach last year, uh-huh. and they've got this, and like right on the beach, there was this Dollar General. Of course, it looked like a surf shop type. Do- it didn't look like our normal Dollar General. <laughs> it looked like a surf shop, but they it was like a different Dollar skins. General. But it was right there on the beach. Like they had the surfboards up there and the. Uh, you know, everywhere there they sell the floats. Yeah. You know, and the knee boards and shit. The so they had net. all that out there, but it was a Dollar General. Like, on the beach. A Dollar General on the beach, man. Like, <laughs> like One of wow. my favorite memes was, uh, it said there was like a, a recent, the most recent photo of Mars. And you see, this little, you see this little yellow light, and then it shows it zoomed in, and it's a Dollar General sign. <laughs> well, they do this, well, they do this skit. Uh, I can't remember who did it. Maybe it was College Humor or somebody. But they do this skit where the guy's like over how many Dollar Generals they are. Like, that's his only job is to know how many Dollar Generals they are. And he's like, man, I lost control. Like, I don't know. And it showed him. He's like, this is how many we had in 2017. And it showed, like, a map of America and all these red dots. And he goes, this is how many we've got now. And he flips the page, and it was just America's solid red. And he's like, at this point, we're not even building them. They're just multiplying on their own. (laughs) Yeah. They're just breeding like rabbits. But... He's like, we're not even building them anymore. Yeah, don't cut down a plot of trees. 
you walk away and come back. Like that way, Dollar General there, yeah. So, at any rate, I enjoyed doing this podcast. This episode was good. I had fun putting that list together. I had fun listening to y'all's list, too. It was a. Thanks, buddy. It was entertaining. It's yeah, we're definitely going to have to do a part two to this list. Because, like I said, I left out a whole bunch Well, I think of I said this in the break, too. Let's it, call this know? our Fantasy WrestleMania 1. And then later down the road, we'll do Fantasy WrestleMania 2. But here's the thing I didn't write mine down. So, I'll probably have some rematches. <laughs> By then, nobody else will remember. Whatever feels familiar, don't say it. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you remember, Sean, you remember when you and I did a podcast where we went through all the Metallica albums, and then we got to the Black Album and stopped? Yeah. We still haven't picked back up. So we still got to do that. We got to do that. We got to do from the Black Album to current. That's the next one we're going to do. All right. Y'all got anything else? No. We're at the hour mark. Even after I edit down, we'll be around the hour. Oh, if y'all have oh, oh, oh. <laughs> if the listeners have a, a, a list similar to ours you want to submit, we'll read it on the air. Yeah. You can send it to popculture the number four real at gmail.com or call our voicemail line at 662-305-9783, I think. <laughs> I keep telling you, you got to put that in the link. I need to put a every time. I, I, tell I need you, to put a sticky note on my monitor, or it's just there. Well, so people when we post it, like they can see. Hey, because like we live in a time where you don't have to memorize phone numbers anymore. You just go, hey, call Sean, and they're like calling Sean, call MF and Frank. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how I've got you saved. Awesome. I think it's Cancer MF Slayer. Franks or something like that. Love it. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, if you have a list, submit it to us, and uh, we'll read eight, it on the air. Eight to ten matches and dream matches. Or yeah. s- we're on all social media. We're on. We're not all, but we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and on every platform that host podcast that I'm aware of. Hell, it don't even matter if they just want to like write down their favorite WrestleMania matches, like that actually has happened. Like that's cool too. I think what we're trying to say is we just want some communication from the outside world. We've been in quarantine. (laughs) We're getting desperate. Send us a message. What were you fixing to say? That's it. Like whatever they want to write us, basically. (laughs) No, before that, you said go ahead. I thought you were fixing to say something. Oh, I don't know. We were making fun of you. We were laughing at you. Yeah, okay, well, I'm glad you doing. forgot. Yeah. I'm glad you forgot. No, you were going to compliment me. I think that's what it was. Good job, Mark. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that feels right. Have you, like, made an announcement about your hair? I think people should know. That I'm thinking about shaving my head. Yeah. Do it. Man, I've been talking about that since, like, for 10 years. <laughs> quite too. You've been doing it since. But I, I, would, I told him I would do it. Like if you cut it, like with scissors, I'll shave it. Like I can shave it, no problem. That's not Can't you good. shave it without cutting it? Nikki shaves yeah, mine. It's gonna be Can't hard just... to sh- shave it without cutting it. Some. Nikki shaves mine. It's gonna be more painful if you don't shave if you don't cut it. <laughs> I'll say that, but you, I don't you can so. shave it without cutting it. But it's gonna be more painful. I can do it. Fuck it, man. Let's try it. Just I'll, do I'll it. Shave your head. Let me see what episode this is. What do is it. we have clippers out here? Because we somebody shaved Kelly's one day. I so we need. got clippers out here. We can clean them. Yeah. You know, I told Kelly the other day, and he's listening to this, so he's gonna. I'm busting myself out. I told Kelly the other day that I had clippers out here, and that I would shave his head. And he's like, "All right, do it." And we he never. Let me. We never got around to it. Well, he was over here. Like Sunday, and he's like, "Dude, shave my head." But we were too drunk, and I was like, "I don't have any clippers." <laughs> <laughs> but you were too drunk, because so I knew know, so it would know. not have gone well. <laughs> so sometimes I'll do it, man. Sometimes I, you gotta I lie. I've shaved my for the can, greater good. If you can shave your own head, you can definitely. There's shave blood my everywhere. <laughs> I used to cut my own hair. If you cut your own hair, you oh can my god, cut there's so else. much blood. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this will be one thirty. That'll be a podcast for us. Us shaving everybody's head. One what? This will be one thirty eight. Ooh, can I play we the one thirty eight? Can I play the Misfits song? You got sure. to. 
Like you've got to put that in there somewhere. Or let's uh, like play it right now. We use that for yeah, right now. Right now. We right. Wait. Now. We are Alright, so now they're actually listening to it. Yeah, I'm gonna put it in post. They're actually listening to the song right now. We have to talk over it though while it's playing or we'll get sued by the misfits. Jokes on them, we ain't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> and we know the misfits will sue anybody. They sue each other when they get tired of suing everybody else. Thanks for listening to Real Pop Culture, episode 138. We're broadcasting live from the hottest hop, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Say something, Sean. Say something. something. Tell him bye. Secret out. Secret. Secret. That's what I was saying. Secret out. Like say say bye like in your own way. From the heart. Don't don't even talk with your mouth. Just talk with your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Don't use your mouth, Sean. I love you. I mean it. Sing it. How do I thug the uh, microphone with my? (laughs) (laughs) That's good enough.